Salem. Just a blessing, just a blessing to be in this house. I am so happy to be in your presence, although I, you're not in mine. <laughs> but I'm just glad that God, I'm just amazed at what, uh, what technology can do. I'm learning so much about what, what can be done and how to do it. So you all bear with me. My technical people, they're right on it. I just don't know what I'm doing. But it just occurred to me that I guess we could do the morning hymn. Can we? Can y'all put that up? Can, can we do that? Yeah, if we can, if we can, if we, uh-oh. Okay, are we, are we able to put the morning hymn up? Can we do that? And we'll just sing from home. Uh, if you just fix it so they can see it at home, can that work? I'm learning some stuff. I'm just learning stuff. So let's do the morning hymn, Great Is Thy Faithfulness. Uh, we put it up on the screen. Please know they're not being slow. I just sprung that on them. That's the way I do things. I want you at home. I want you to join in. I want you to join in at home and sing, Great is thy faithfulness. Oh God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will come sing now. Great is thy Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. 
Why don't we bless the Lord in the house? Why don't you bless the Lord in your house? This is new for all of us, but we thank God that he has made a way that we can all be together here this morning. Salem, we greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want you to know that you are not in the wrong place. You're in the right place. Uh, You're doing exactly what the law and what the what, the, uh, what our, our, our leaders are trying to tell us to do. They've told us that we need to stay six feet apart. They've told us that we need to stay at home. And uh, I want to thank all of you for doing just that. Uh, and uh, I want the Lord and, the, and them to forgive us <laughs> uh, for being here in the house today because we are here where we feel that there is a need. We feel that we need somebody has to continue to carry on this way at work. Uh, I uh, was reminded, and as I prepare for today, reminded uh, of a story that I heard some years ago where a young man uh, was traveling with his family, and they were going down the highway, and as they were going down the highway, uh, one of his children got sick, really sick, and they were on the highway, and they didn't know where they were. They, had, they went to a place that they didn't understand, didn't know where they were. And so they just got off on an exit in a small town and just started going up the street. And they were praying as they were riding along. And as it turned out, they came off on an exit, and they went just a few blocks, and they saw a sign that says, Doctor's Office. And uh, they began to bless God, say, you know, prayer works, and they got out of the car, took the child out of the car, went up the steps. They were so happy that they saw a sign that said doctor's office, and all at once when they got up to the top of the stairs, they knocked on the door. An old lady came to the door and said, "Uh, y'all must not be from around here. He says, "Uh, the doctor moved years ago. He's been a doctor here in 10 years, and And they were so disappointed, they took the child and they started coming down the steps. And as they put the child back in the car, the father yelled back up at the lady and says, if there's no doctor in the house, please take the sign down. And that's the way I'm seeing this whole thing. I I believe that during this time, we have to abide by the law. We have to do what needs to be done. But I believe that as long as the sign is up, Uh, We don't know who might be riding through here looking for healing this morning. So I just believe either we're going to come here and I'll be here and thank God for those who sacrificed to come with him. But I believe that if we're not going to do this, we need to take the sign down. So I'm here because the sign is up. We're going to move on in our service. Let me go ahead and uh, let me, as we normally do, I want to greet our visitors (laughs) In the event that there are those who are tuning in today who have not been around Salem, let me just thank you for worshiping with us today. Thank you for tuning in. And I just pray that once this is over, you can come and we can see you in person. And you'll come and be able to see us in person. So we thank you for visiting Salem. We just believe that Salem is one of God's greatest churches where we convert the lost learners and transform them into mature disciples for Jesus Christ. Let me just share with you uh, that after the sermon is over, we're going to move on. After the sermon is over, let me ask you to stay tuned in. Don't turn, don't, don't turn right then. Stay tuned in, and you will receive instructions as to how we will give our offering. So please don't turn off after the message after the message and the invitation, please stay on and so that you can hear instruction as to how we will handle our stewardship 
God bless you. We're going to move on with the program. The praise team will come. All the way, all 
going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way with the Lord. We do that one more time. Come here to harmony. One more time. All the way. All the way. Come on, I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. All the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. All the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way with the Lord. I'm going all the way with the Lord. Come on, I made my decision. I made my decision. I made my decision. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. Well, I made my choice. I made my choice. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. But I made my decision. I made my decision. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way with the Lord. Well, one more time. I made my decision. I made my decision. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. When I made my choice. I made my choice. I'm going all the way. When I made my decision. I made I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way with the Lord. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to move my mind. Don't turn it back. No turning back. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm so glad I decided. No turning back. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. Come on, no turning back. No turning back. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way with the Lord. One more time. No turning back. No turning back. Come on, I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. Come on, no turning back. No turning back. Come on, I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. Come on, no turning back. No turning back. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way with the Lord. I want you at home. I want you to stand up. 
like you always do. And I want you right there in the comfort of your home. It, it, it means the same thing there as it does right here. Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, I Come now.
I want you to sing it one more time for your neighbor next door on that side, that side, and the neighbor across the street. Come on. Keep my heart. his house so I want you just to give him praise in this place from the book of James James chapter 1 <clears throat> James chapter 1 these are the words that you find there James a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes in the dispersion greetings count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. I've just read to you from the English Standard Version I want today to use that to talk from this subject. I want to talk this morning about pop quizzes. I want to talk about pop test. Pop test, pop test. When I, when I look back over life, when I look over life now and I Look at it now, not like I did when I was a child, but when I look now at life through the eyes of experience, there are a lot of things that didn't make sense to me at one time. At one time, there were some things that I just did not understand but it's amazing that what time does I didn't understand them then but I understand them clearly now a lot of it a lot of the things that I did not understand had to do had to do with my early childhood education 
at the time, my brothers and my sisters at the time, years ago, I could not understand what difference it made if I had 10 apples, Jack had five, and Jane took two from me and one from Jack. I, it didn't make no sense. Why do I need to know that? But I figured out now, I figured out now, later in life, I figured out that if I didn't take time to learn that, Jack and Jane will end up with all the apples, and I'll end up with none. Growing up, I had a hard time with geometry. Why do I need geometry? Why do I need to know what fits where? What do I, why do I need to know about circles? And why do I need to know about triangles? Until I recently saw some folk trying to fit a studio couch in a compact car. I'm watching them out there trying to put this thing in this car. And in my mind, I say they didn't take geometry. <laughs> now I understand why I needed to know those things. But that was another teaching tool, another teaching tool that, that made absolutely no sense to me. And that tool that the teachers used to use, I don't know if they do anymore, but it was a tool that they call a pop test. And those of you who've been around for a while, you remember the teacher walks in the room, and out of nowhere she says, clear your desk. Clear your desk. Pull out one sheet of paper. And then they would proceed to give you what they call a pop test. Totally unannounced, no time to get ready, totally un uh, unanticipated, just out of the blue, a test. What's going on here? What's going on here? Well, here it is. That teacher has figured out that the only way I can know that they're really getting what I'm teaching the only way that I can know that they're really getting it, that, that, that they're understanding what I'm trying to teach, is every now and then I need to test them. Are y'all hearing me? The teacher, in effect, in effect, the teacher is saying, before I give them any more information, I need to check and see if they have grasped the information that I've already given them. Are y'all hearing this? But a pop test was really a little deeper than that. It was really a little deeper than that. You were learning that, but it was a little deeper than that. You see, if you know that that is going to be a test, if you're any kind of student at all, you will go get yourself prepared. And you'll be ready for the test. And on the day of the test, you already got everything together if you know that there's going to be a test. But on a pop test, you don't have time to get ready. You don't have time to look over your notes. You don't have time for anything. As a matter of fact, once the pop test started, if you remember, the teacher would go sit down and say no questions. Are y'all hearing this? That made no sense to me. It made no sense to me at the time. But now I have come clearly to understand what the teacher meant. I understand now why I had to learn to take pop tests. What were they doing? They were trying to show us, even then, that in life, you don't always have the luxury of getting prepared. Are y'all hearing this? You don't always have the luxury of getting prepared. You don't always have the convenience of knowing exactly when a test is going to come. You don't always have the convenience of getting ready for a storm that might be coming your way. My brothers and my sisters, so it is with this new life that we're living in Jesus Christ. 
Sometimes, sometimes, brothers and sisters, really, sometimes we get comfortable showing up Sunday after Sunday with our Bibles in our hands, praise song on our lips, our morning and evening devotional already marked and ready for reading, and we show up every Sunday excited about learning something else from the Word. We come every Sunday morning looking for a fresh word, we call it, a fresh word from the Lord. But every now and then, it's almost like the Lord says, clear your desk. <laughs> clear your desk. Clear, clear your desk. It's a pop test. And... and, 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 and and, and, and then here it is. He, 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 got, he, he says to us, clear this. I got a pop test for you. And it's as if he's saying, I, I know you've been reading your Bible. I've heard you humming the words to the latest praise tunes. I hear you increasing your spiritual vocabulary. You know how to say blessed and highly favored. You know how to say God is good all the time and all the time God is good. You've learned how to say giving honor to God who is the head of my life. I've heard you saying all that, but clear your desk. Y'all hear me? Clear your desk. Here's a pop test to see if you're really getting it. I know you know how to say it. I know you know all the lingo, but I, I want to know if you're really getting what I'm saying. Can anybody here relate? Anybody here can relate to that test, that pop test? I've learned, I've learned that in life, pop tests are really a part of the core curriculum. Are y'all hearing me? In life, pop tests are, are, are just going to come. You, 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 you just can't get through this life as a Christian without pop tests. What you know, or what you think you know, brothers and sisters, will soon be tried. What you think you know will soon be tested. And most of the time, those trials and those tests will come when you least expect it. Who knew two weeks ago that we would be confined to our home? And not be able to show up in the house of God. Pop quiz. Who, who knew two weeks ago that we would be celebrating Teacher Appreciation Week <laughs> this week? Pop test. Who, who knew two weeks ago that people would stand in line to get into a grocery store and Fighting over toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Pop test. Who knew two weeks ago that your job would send you home with no promise that you would ever come back? Pop quiz. But when the teacher would give the test, when the teacher would give the test, sometimes... People would get anxious. People would get nervous. And that was because they were not sure they knew the material. Some, some, sometimes when they gave the pop test, there were students that would get scared because they knew that they were not ready for the test. There were even some students when they gave the pop test, there were some that got mad. And, and the reason why they got mad was because they didn't have time to get ready. But James says to you and I, let me tell you how to respond to a pop test. Let me tell you how to respond to those pop tests that just pop up in life. James says, let me tell you how to handle tests that sh just show up out of nowhere. When life gives you a pop test, here it is, it ain't deep. James says, count it all. I know that sounds so simple. It sounds, but here is an instruction, an instruction from God. Count it 
all joy. Now, if you read the Bible closely, James tried to give us a heads up that the test was coming. Read it closely. James tried to let us know that a test was coming. Let me show you. We got to read it like this. See, notice that when it comes to life testings and when it comes to life trials, I, I want you to notice that, that James doesn't use the word if. He uses the word when. Are y'all hearing me? Brothers and sisters, it's not a matter of if you will be tested. It's not a matter of if trials are going to come. It's a matter of when they're coming. Look at James. Look at James. Look, look at who James is talking to. Who is James talking to? James is speaking. He's talking to folk who have been scattered like they are now. He's talking to a, a, a persecuted church that has been scattered around and people who were scattering and they were being persecuted because of their newfound faith in Jesus. He's talking to that crowd, people who, 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 are, who, are, who, are, who are, who've been banished and who are, are scattered around, and pe people who are being put to the test concerning their faith. James says, James says to them that the only way we can make it through these trials, the only way we can make it through these tested situations is to count them joy. No, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And I know you didn't get a chance to prepare for the things that are coming on you right now, but James says that's all right. Count it joy. Count it all joy when you fall in the various trials. Count it all joy when you have to face a pop test. It's almost like James came through the sands of time and saw this situation that we are facing right now. Every day, there's a new trial. Every day, there's another tweet. Every day, a nation without leadership at a time when we need leadership so badly. Rich, the rich are using this tragedy is an opportunity to get richer. We're living in a nation operating on the premise that rich folk don't have enough and poor folk got too much. Trials on every hand. But James says, it's just a test. It's just a test. I know you didn't see it coming. I know you didn't get a chance to prepare. But James says, count it all joy. The reason why you can count it joy is because ultimately, read it right in the book, ultimately it's working in your favor. Read your Bible. Ultimately, this thing is working for you right from the text. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Are y'all hearing me? You know what steadfast means? Steadfast means it causes me to be fixed in a direction. It, 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 it causes me to be firm in purpose. It causes me to be steadfastly directed. It's working for me. Steadfast means that, that my heart is fixed and my mind is made up. Steadfast is what your grandma meant when she says, I ain't going to let nobody. Turn me around. Let's go back to the classroom and I'll be through. Go back to the classroom. Back to the classroom. The whole purpose was to see how much of what you have been taught have you retained. How much of what you've been taught, how much of it do you really know? How, how much of it could you, you draw from in the spur of a moment without a book. Are y'all hearing this? How much of what you know and how much of what you think you know have you learned and how much of it have you taken to heart 
David said it like this. David says, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against God. There, you see, there, there are some things, my brothers and my sisters, there are some things that, that, that I have to learn, and you ought to learn to keep some stuff in your heart in case you ain't got a book. Y'all ain't hearing me, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, there are some things that you ought not have to run to the book for. There are some things you ought to have in your heart. If I got concerns about my safety, I don't have to run to the book. I know that no weapon formed against me that's in my heart is going to prosper. If, I, if I've got questions about being lonely, I don't have to run to the book. I've got it in my heart. I will never leave you, nor will I forsake. If I've got questions about stress, if I've got questions about stress, I, I, I don't have to run to the book. I know in my heart that he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. If I've got questions about my protection, if I've got questions about one, whether or not I'm protected, I don't have to run to the book. I know in my heart he will give his angels charge over me keep me in all my ways. If I got questions about how long this trouble is going to last, I don't have to run to the book. I know weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Every once in a while, that teacher would have mercy and say, she, she look at looks on our faces and people looking sad and mad. And sometimes she would have mercy and say, I'll tell you what, we'll make it an open book test. And she actually let you open the book. Sadly enough, there was still some folk who flunked with the book open. Are y'all hearing me? Here it is. Here it is. All the answers are in the book. Are y'all hearing me? But if you're not familiar with the book, you still are going to be in trouble. You got to be familiar with the book. Thank God. Somebody's thank God for the book. You're familiar with the book. If you're familiar with the book, you, 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 you know, if you're just familiar, familiarize yourself with the book, you know that in the end, we win. Read, read the book. You, if, if you familiarize yourself with the book, oh, my brothers and sisters, if you're going to study this book, you need to study the whole book. See, you might, you might get discouraged yeah, if you read it and just start beginning to read it at the beginning and go to the middle and stop in the middle. You might get a little bit discouraged if you just read the book and go to the beginning and start reading about the, the creation of man and the fall of man, that, 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 that's a little bit troubling. If you just read a little further and you start reading all of those laws, you might feel like throwing up your hand and you start reading all of those thou shall nots. If you, yeah, read on a little further and it tells us that our righteousness is just like filthy rags, you might get a little bit discouraged if you stop along the way. You got to read the whole book. You don't read any further than all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That might discourage you, but keep on reading. If you read long enough, you'll run across the verse that says, for God so loved the world. Are y'all hearing this? You read a verse that says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, are y'all hearing me? Keep on reading, but don't stop there. Flip another page. Keep on flipping another page. You'll find out that, yeah, yeah, don't stop there. You'll find out that he came to save us. But you can't stop there. You can't stop there because, uh, yeah, if you stop there, you'll miss the good part. Yeah, you, yeah, 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 flip another page and you yeah, go, go, go on, uh, uh, yeah, to another page. You'll see that that same Savior who came to save us, that they put him on an old rugged cross. They, he, yeah, they hung, they hung him there to die for you and for me. But you can't stop reading right there. Flip another page and you'll find out that early Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all power in his hands. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. That's not the end of the book. Keep flipping. 
Keep flipping. You'll find out, you'll find out that, yes, he stepped on a cloud, and a cloud received him out of their sight. But don't stop there. Keep flipping the book. And if you keep flipping, you'll find out that he's coming back again. Y'all hearing me? He's coming back to gather his own. If you keep on until you get to the end of the book, you'll find out at the end we win. The trumpet will sound. The Lord will descend. He's coming back to gather his own. So, my brothers and my sisters, as we go through this pop test, as we go through this pop, and that's what it is, as we go through this pop test, don't, 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 don't you worry, don't you fret. It's all to the glory of God. Count it all joy. If you count it all joy, you'll come to that point where you'll be just like Andre Crouch, where you hear him saying, I, I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times when I felt like I was all alone, but in every situation, God gave me consolation that my trials only come to make me strong. Goes on to say, I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There have been times when I felt like I was all alone, but in every situation, God gave me consolation that my trials only came to make me strong. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. I'll sing with me. Through it all, through it all. Yeah, yeah, yes. Just do the course with me. Through it all, oh, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Yes, I learned to trust in God. Oh, through. watching. We don't know who's tuned in. But all of this would be in vain if I didn't give you an opportunity to get to know him and to get to know him for yourselves. Maybe you're in the quietness of your own home. Maybe, maybe there's nobody around but you. But I, I've got some good news. The good news is that the Lord is there with you. And right now, right now, even in the solitude of your home. If you're unsaved, you can cry out to him right now. If you're listening and you're unsaved, all you need to do right now is yield your life to him. If thou will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, this is the good part about 
what's going on now. We're not in the church building, but we're learning that the church can work right where you are. So right now, right now, if you would just yield your life to him and say, I believe that. If you believe he loved you so much, loved you enough to die in your place, believe that they buried him in a borrowed tomb, but believe that God got him up Sunday morning, that he, he arose with all power and authority in his hand. If you can just believe that. It's just that simple. He'll save you right now. Let's pray. God, we've done as you have commanded. Our prayer now, dear God, is that your word will do what your word is designed to do. That maybe somebody in the sound of my voice, dear God, may have gotten a ray of hope. Someone in the sound of my voice, dear God, may feel like moving on just a little while longer. Father, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you, dear God, for the fold that you have given me and that you have given me stewardship over. I thank you for each one, and I pray right now for each one. But now, dear God, I pray for lost souls. I pray, dear God, that there may be one. There may be one, dear God, that is making making a decision to turn life around today. And I pray right now, dear God, you'll meet them at that greatest point of need, that you'll be right there with them. Pray, dear God, that you will right this very moment will keep your promise. And that this moment, because of their belief, they will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you have saved their souls this day. It is in Jesus' name that we pray and we ask it all. Amen. Amen. If that's you, and if today you have confessed him as Lord and Savior of your life, if you have turned life around today, if this is the day you make your new beginning, I I want you today, just call your neighbor, call your next door neighbor, call the friend that, that called you and told you to call here, call them up and let them know what the Lord has done in your life this morning. And then as soon as this storm is over, and it will be over soon, I want you to come. I want you to come, and I'd love to meet you face to face. If not here, find yourself a church. Find yourself a church home and and let them know what the Lord has done for you this day. God bless you, and God keep you is our prayer. Again, let me ask that you would just remain, stay tuned uh, as you receive instructions as to our stewardship. We thank you. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. We're going to close like we always do. God be with you till we meet again. And we will see each other again. Again, please don't turn off. Don't turn out. Stay on and get instructions as to stewardship. Amen. God be with you till we meet again. God be with you. God be with you. communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us all say, Amen. Amen.
there are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal via the Givelify app by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church PO Box 817 Lilburn Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.